0: Hey, Bob, guess what? It's what? another episode of Let's Chat Sales. Let's Chat Sales! And this time, you may recall, just recently, we talked about branding and your brand. It feels like
1: just a few moments ago. It, it does feel
0: doesn't it? And yet,
1: <laughs> it was like a, you know, for the listener, it's probably a week ago. But, all right, but, that said. <laughs> Unless they're going through them, binging them, in which case they're one after another, right? Who want to do that? I mean, the melodious sounds of Bob and Brendan. By the right? way helpful hint to those of you who haven't figured it out already. You can watch these or listen at 1.5 times the speed and you will get a lot more accomplished in life. And I sound pretty good faster. We all do. All right. So that aside, we're going to talk about today
0: is the difference between or how to think about your personal brand versus a company brand. Okay. How's that that sound? That sounds great. I like it. This came up because of the Pioneer program. And we were talking to individuals in this class that I'm teaching. Around for very early stage startups, and in some cases, the business is an individual, and in some cases, the business is a company, and so that kind of warrants thinking about how you brand the the business,
1: right? Right. So what do you th- what do you? Th- well, my thoughts: I have a company that's me, yeah, and so I brand it around me, yeah. You know, and it's very easy. Uh, having done branding with bigger companies. Yeah. It's a whole lot easier to brand when it's just you. Yeah. Right. Because I can stay on message or I can go way off message very easily. Yeah. With the company, it becomes more complicated because every person has to be consistent in that brand message. Right. And that can be how they dress, what they say, how they talk about your company mission, how they talk about your customers. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of factors there. And I think where I think the gray area becomes is, I have a company. It's just me, but my vision would be that my company would be more than me at one point. Yeah. And so, how do I make that transition? How do I go from it's Bob's company? And thankfully, and I did one thing. I didn't name it after me. That was an intentional choice at the beginning because I was like, if it gets big, I don't want it to be Bob Graham and Associates. I love seeing my name in print, but when you go sell Bob Graham and Associates, not so good.
0: Yeah, and this is the thing when it comes to selling, and that is, you know, if it's your own name, it's hard to do that. But at the same time, there are, there are significant advantages to having a company be named after you, right? Having your, you know, brendanmcadams.com, you know, and have everything directed to you if you're a sole proprietorship. Right. Or if you're your own business. But the downside is, when you do that, you're right. It's hard to sell that. It's hard to scale it, right, at some level, Right.
1: Yeah, you who wants to come
0: work, work for brandonmcadams.com? Right. And, and yeah, because if you do, ultimately the customer is going to want you. They're going to want yeah. they're gonna, the person on the letterhead. Correct. And so that's not a bad thing, but it does change the dynamic of the company, the potential for the company
1: and so forth. And, and you see this in a lot of industries. Dental practices tend to be the name of the person. And yeah. there's been a trend in the last four or five years. There's a lot of the older dentists want to sell. Yeah. That they'll change the name of their practice from Joe Blow Dental and Associates to, you know, Happy Valley Dental. Right. But the problem, I have a buddy who's going through this process right now. Dental
0: practices that get bought, they need multiple dentists in that business. They're not that interested yep. in a, Correct. Like one, one person. Correct. So if you're a one-person dental shop or you're a one-person consulting shop, you can name yourself Kinetics, as I have. And it really doesn't help you that much if you don't have a team of people behind you. So, right. so are you offering me a job now, Brendan? Is that of, what that was? You kind of have a job here as it is. You're sidekick extraordinaire. And uh, wow. uh, the of that. <laughs> that means a lot coming from an entrepreneur in residence. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Man, we, can't, we can't get out of that, that mode out it. Like that has to be mentioned at least once in every- I weekend. skipped it last time. I feel <laughs> really bad. Oh, good, good point. All right. So anyway, that's the way I'm thinking of, so a personal brand, and now say we're, we want to go after and develop our personal brand.
1: What do you what are you thinking to do that? Like, what does it take to make that happen? I think it's how you dress, how you act, where you go. Yep. Yeah. I had a period in my career where I was doing a lot of networking events, and I realized that I was doing networking events with a certain level of client. Yeah. And not the level of client I was looking for. Yeah. And I was well-known in a pond that wasn't the pond I wanted to swim in. Right, right. So I had to change my game. So it's where you hang out. Yeah. I think it's how your website looks. I think it's how you respond to people. If you get back to them the same day, that's different than if you don't get back to them ever or wait a week. Right. I was talking to someone last week who was complaining about a service provider because they were trying to get on that person's calendar, and the calendar was booked out for the next three weeks. Yeah, And that was really frustrating. It's like, I'm ready to buy this, but I want to talk to them first. I'm not waiting three weeks. Right. It's where you're on social media and and how you behave on social media. And how you behave as a company and also how you behave as an individual. Because don't believe that if you put your first name and middle name instead of your last name, people aren't going to figure out it's you. Right. Well, the funny thing about that, too, is now if you you have employees in your
0: business, (laughs) right? They That's the may, complication. right? They they now want to have on their LinkedIn profile, their own thing. They may yeah. not want to have your company message. They may be an employee right. of yours, but they're going to have their own brand. And so there's a fair amount of confusion that can take place if you've got people that are active employees in your company, but they're on Twitter as themselves.
1: They're on LinkedIn or Instagram. And they may be critical of your company. You know, I was at a staff yeah. meeting today that went for four hours. It could have been done in 15 minutes. Yeah, right. I read that on Twitter just a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. And someone's gonna read that and be like, wow, where's this, I know where this person works. That company must be really inefficient. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you, you know, those sorts of things are things that that I kind of wrestle with. In terms of creating a personal brand, you having a profile, having a, like, having a bio, having a good, well-written bio that you can always have, like, available. I have, I use a, a text compression, what do you call it, text expander? And I have like a, a little ZBIO, ZBIO. And if I hit that, it provides a little one paragraph file that okay. I can use, that I can share it's with Mr. you. Mr. Technology.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, so having a nice so bio... photograph that photograph of you that's yep. used in any yep. kind of media or marketing, you know, if you have the great picture of you with the hand on the shoulder, because you cut out the three guys that you were hanging out with, or the woman that you're dating, yeah. and you just see the arm on the shoulder, that's different than having a professional headshot yeah. where, you know, yeah. the yep. background applies. Uh, yep. th- there's a lot of little things that go into a personal brand. Right. Yep. So I've been having a one pager about who you are and what you do. I think that's, that can be useful. That uh, speaks to do. the customer.
0: Yeah. It speaks to the customer and it allows them to answer questions about who you are and what you do and how you can help. I think that's huge and inexpensive. It's not hard to do something like mm-hmm. that and have it uh, well done, have someone, you know, either clean it up on Canva or, or have someone on Fiber make it really
1: attractive Pop. as a PDF, yep. right? Having consistent messaging is a big thing to me. Yep. You know, and if I look at your website and I look at your brochure, yep. I feel like I'm dealing with the same company. Yep. I can feel some of the similar language. Having I a heard people say that a mission statement is really important to a personal brand. What's the person trying to accomplish in life? Yeah, um, having
0: a like a website. Do you spend money on a website? How much do you need to spend? There are really good little websites you can do for for essentially pennies now. Canva, I'm not Canva. Card is one. You Can go to Wix. You can yeah, go to GoDaddy, Squarespace, Squarespace and they yeah. they can be pretty inexpensive. They can be a time sink. In some cases, you don't need to spend a lot on, on that sort of stuff. Uh, I don't think you need to spend money on letterhead these days, All
1: right. No. I mean, and we we talked about whether or not you need a business card. Well, it's, a, it's funny. We were at an event together earlier or last week, and yeah. the, a guy there was talking about Blink, B-L-I-N-Q. Yeah. yeah. And, and I downloaded like, that, and I built my business card on that, and I've used it three times so yeah. far.
0: Yeah, and I have I use HiHello, same sort of thing. It's just an app. That, yeah.
1: And so you can it, – it, Puts their and own- that would depend largely on who you're going to interact with. I deal with a lot of older people and they ask for business cards. Yeah. So I have a business card. I actually play the parlor game with them. Like, hey, I got this thing. Can you pull your phone out? Yeah. And can you scan this barcode? And they're, they're just like fascinated by yeah. Yeah. this new technology. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, that's right. So that can be, a, but and that can also be part of my brand, right? Right, I bring to these people technology that they wouldn't otherwise use, and I'm willing to take the time to explain it to them. Right, rather than go, "Oh, you don't know this? What's wrong with you?" Yeah, so uh, subtle things like that play into your brand. Yeah, that's it, that's good. Well, I mean, anything else? No, I think we've given people a lot of hints, and of course, Brendan, if someone's confused by this or perplexed, you would love to talk to them about, it, right? Yeah, happily, yeah. And launching a course, check it out in the doobly-doo. It's
0: kinetics.com slash sales accelerator. 30 days. It's uh, a sprint. 30-day sprint that will get you five new prospects in your pipeline. So, or your money back. So, more details. I'm going to take you up on that one, I think. All right. All right, Bob.
1: Good to All right, we'll do it again. You bet. See you, man. See ya.
0: Okay, that was another episode of Let's Chat Sales, a quick one, of course, and I hope it was helpful. And if it was, please like and subscribe, and more importantly, share it with your friends. There should be something right here you could point to and click on and try that out. It should be good. It's probably good. Certainly short. It's probably helpful. And uh, thanks for listening or watching.